0: Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to be here with you today. I'm well, I'm always excited to be here with you, but for this episode today, I am doing the first of what will be many over the time that we share in this podcast together, solo episodes. So I do not have a guest here with me today. I am not interviewing anyone. I'm not even interviewing myself, but I am going to be talking with you directly about the most important tool that every single author needs to do first, before you write a word, before you dig into your book marketing, before you do anything like this is the, the keystone, like the, the most important step that you can take to really gain clarity for your book and help you move it forward. So to get started, I want to, going to share a little bit of background with you around how this particular tool called the Transformation Quadrant came to be. It's a tool that I developed in 2011. It was the first time I ever taught it, and the first time I taught it, I taught it to nearly 10,000 people, so that was a little interesting. I kind of hoped it worked, and boy, oh boy, has it worked, because since 2011, I've now taught this tool to nearly 80,000 authors around the world, and for many who have written back to me and said that, you know, they did this tool and they got clarity, and it was the most valuable thing that they had ever done for their book. And some of those people had struggled, honest to God, like for years. A couple even admitted to struggling for decades in getting clarity around their book. And in doing this tool I'm going to teach you today, they got everything they needed to be able to create the blueprint for their book in as little as 15 minutes because it is a simple tool and it does bring tremendous clarity, but it also is a powerhouse of a tool that can shift the trajectory for your book forever and everything that comes out of the book. So... As you heard, I taught this tool for the first time in 2011, and I'm going to share a very personal part of my story here first to give you an understanding of the environment in which this particular tool, the Transformation Quadrant, came forth, because it came to me at quite literally the lowest point in my life. You may or may not know this, but I've written a book called The Freedom Formula, How to Put Soul in Your Business and Money in Your Bank. You can find the new 10-year anniversary edition is available on Amazon, and you might be able to find some like old copies of the original book that came out in 2008. Now, in 2008, I was just brand new in teaching people how to write their own books I had created my program called Get Your Book Done, and I was creating the program, writing my own book, and teaching other people to write their books all at the same time, and sometimes I was doing those things within five minutes of each other. Literally, I was like creating the agenda for what I'm going to teach in the class, and then doing it for my book, and then printing out that agenda, and hopping on a bridge line, and teaching my students in that very first iteration of Get Your Book Done that I brought to life in 2007. Now, the thing back then is I did not have this particular tool that I'm going to teach you today, and as a result for me, I ended up writing the wrong book. I mean, maybe not necessarily the wrong book, but it was not at the right time. Like It was a book that I felt much more like I needed to read than a book that I was qualified to write. I was still learning and discovering and yearning, sometimes quite desperately, to figure out how to do this thing called putting soul in my business and money in my bank, because I did not like what I saw in a lot of sort of like the coach, trainer, you know, online entrepreneur industry. It just, to me, it felt like it lacked soul and it was so focused on money. I really felt like I need to find a way to, to do the soul thing first and make the money as a result. But I hadn't mastered it. I needed to learn it. And pretty much, I wrote this book. Actually, I can't really say I wrote it. I mean, yes, every single word of the book came through my fingertips and into my computer. But when I would go back and read that book, I tell you, I would look at these words and wonder where they came from because it was not a conscious understanding or conscious information that I had known and studied and used and taught, but there it was laid out in like these five, you know, succinct but powerful chapters. And I mean, thousands of people have read that book. It had a foreword written by Neil Donald Walsh of Conversations with God fame, I got you know Michael Gerber from the E Myth to endorse it, and Mark Victor Hansen from Chicken Soup for the Soul, you know that phenomenon. Like it was an amazing book, and it got a lot of praise, sold thousands of copies, hit top 100 overall on Amazon, not just in some category, but every single book on Amazon we hit top 100. It was a phenomenal book. However, it wasn't the right book for me at that time. And, you know, I'm kind of a go-getter. I don't know if you figured this out yet about me, but I'm the kind of woman who, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And if I say I'm going to create something, I create it. So based on that book, I was creating this amazing business and a live event and a brand new mastermind and super high level, like six-figure ticket, you know, coaching packages, all sorts of stuff, And there was this moment where I was with my mentor, who I had paid six figures to work with. We were at a mastermind retreat in Las Vegas, and I was with my peers. And thankfully, my husband had come out to that mastermind retreat with me. And I remember sitting in front of that room when it was my turn, you know, in the quote unquote hot seat, and all I could do was cry. And the reason why the only thing I could do was cry was because I truly felt like everything I was creating looked really good from the outside I mean, it, it was everything I had ever dreamed it. it it was something that a lot of other people looked at and thought, oh my gosh, like she's living my dream but inside something didn't feel right to me and I, I knew it. I mean I was probably in an undiagnosed depression like I wasn't a really not very good place. And all of my colleagues and my mentor, who I paid a whole lot of money to, rather than really hearing me and what I said about something doesn't feel right, they told me that was, oh, that's just your fear. You know, that, that's not real. You're just scared. Just do it anyway. Like, don't listen to that. And I wasn't as strong of a woman as I am today, and I listened to them. And I proceeded in creating, you know, a rather significant business based on that book only to discover within six months of that book being out, it was a business that A, I didn't really want. B, while it attracted some like tremendous dream clients, it attracted some of the most challenging clients I have worked with, I mean, literally over the past decade Some of the most challenging clients. And I just felt like I wasn't doing what I was born to do. I was doing what everyone thought I should do, which is teach, you know, you make money by teaching people how to make money. And I was just stuck in that rat race of, you know, the late 2000, you know, 2008, 2009, like that mentality was still going on. So I paid attention to them rather than my own inner voice. And by, 2010, my birthday present in 2010 actually was going in to sign my bankruptcy papers because I had shut down that business despite what everyone said about how crazy I was. Like, how could you possibly shut down this business? Like, everyone dreams of this. And, like, I can't imagine why anyone would dream of having a business that didn't fuel their soul. So I shut everything down, pulled the plug on it all. I had no backup plan. My husband was a stay-at-home dad, and I knew very well when I pulled the plug that I would need a considerable amount of time to emotionally, physically, and spiritually recover from what I had been through. So as I said earlier, (laughs) it was like the darkest time of my life, the most challenging time of my life. So here I am, right? I've got a five-year-old daughter. I have a house that I'm in the process of foreclosing on. I'm going through bankruptcy. I have no idea where I'm going to live. I did not have the funds to get us into a new home once we, you know, got locked out of ours. It was a really difficult situation. However, I have always been a woman to believe that everything is happening for a reason. Everything is happening for my highest good and the highest good of all. So while my world literally was crumbling around me, I spent a couple hours a day begging and pleading with the universe, with God, whatever you want to call it, to... Please show me like i I am sure that I'm not meant to be going through this incredible challenge to land under some rock for the rest of my life and not share what I'm learning and share who I've become through this process like you gotta show me, but one thing I could not do that I saw a lot of people doing because once I like I just came out publicly, I emailed my entire list of you know, thousands of people and said, ha, I'm going bankrupt. Like literally, I just I thought, I don't want people talking about me behind my back. Like I'm just gonna tell the truth about what's going on. And you'd be surprised at how many people came out of the woodwork and told me they were going through the same thing. But what I saw them doing, many of them was getting back on the wagon of teaching people how to make money while they were losing everything. And I'm like, I can't do that. A, I don't want to do that. I just built that business and it's not what I'm here to do. Now, that said, I have had clients who have built six and multiple six and even seven-figure businesses, so it's not like they don't make money. Like I Making money is a great thing, and I want all my clients to make a ton of money, but it's not my core focus, and especially when I was losing my house on the verge of homelessness and going through bankruptcy, I thought I, I could not stand in integrity at all and feel any sense of authenticity to do that. But I mean, come on, I needed to make money and get a roof over my family's house and put food on the table and gas in the car, keep the lights on. Like, that's the situation I was in. So as I was begging and begging and begging to be shown, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How is this going to come together? Please show me. Because I knew that it was beyond my human mind to figure out. And then it came to me, this thing called transformational authorship. And specifically, an event called the Transformational Author Experience. And the Transformational Author Experience was an idea that I had in 2010, where every one of my most successful colleagues, except for one, said it was the worst name for a program they had ever heard. Like if there were a scale of one to 10, it would be a zero or a negative And they all were like, no one's ever going to buy something called the Transformational Author Experience. What even is it? Blah, blah, you know. So I was like, all right, fine. So I tucked it away. Now I was smart enough. I had already built the domains, but I tucked away this thing called Transformational Author Experience. And I went on to produce another event with my former business partner called Successful Author Secrets. So you got to picture this. It's the end of 2010, early 2011. I'm within months of literally being kicked out of my home. And the only thing the universe gives me to go on is the very thing that all of my clients and colleagues had said just a year prior was the worst idea, pretty much they'd ever heard in this online coach, you know, marketing kind of space. But this time, I actually listened to myself. And instead of listening to all of them say, this is never going to work, I paid attention to what I knew in my heart was the only thing that would work because I knew transformation. I mean, heck, I've been facilitating transformational events since 1997. I was doing transformational coaching before I even knew that coaching was a profession. So I knew transformation and I knew how to help people have one and huge ones. (laughs) And I knew publishing because I had been publishing since 2004 when I first published my husband's book. My husband's book was the very first book that I had ever published. So here I am in 2011, And I had years of experience in authorship, and I had over a decade of experience in transformational, you know, workshops and retreats and things like that. So I was like, all right, let's do the transformational author experience. (laughs) And it was like super exciting. And then what did I do? I went right to Google. I put transformational author in quotes, and I searched, well, what does it mean to be a transformational author? And Google was crickets. Google is hardly ever crickets, but Google came up with nothing putting these two words together, transformational authorship or transformational author, like nothing, not nothing even close. So then I set out to figure out and define for myself what did it mean to be a transformational author, and that is where this tool came from. Because what I realized is there there was no simple, you know, Webster dictionary kind of definition for what it meant to be a transformational author. It was a way that someone approached writing their book. A way that someone approached this whole journey of not just the writing, but also the the marketing and the publishing and the promoting and every aspect and the building of business around the book. So I sat down like, all right, let's figure this thing out. And that is when I developed, like I said, this tool. It wasn't called the Transformation Quadrant the first time that I ever brought it to life. When I first taught this tool to that first batch of 10,000 students, it was called the Four Levels of Transformation. And it was only a few years ago that I was sitting with a, um, a marketing consultant and really good friend and someone who I would trust with any and every aspect of my business. And he said, you know, we need a better name for this than the four levels of transformation. And we, we brainstormed it a little bit and we came up with the transformation quadrant. So that is what I am going to teach you right now, because this tool, as I said earlier, really is step one. and. As I say that, I feel like some of you that are listening to this episode today might be going, "But I've already like written my first twenty thousand words or, or, you know, I'm already halfway through, and my in my whole outline is almost done." Don't worry, because I have people all the time who find out about this tool after they've started with their book, and they do it anyway. And then they use the tool to help them shape what they've already created, and what's yet to come. So it's never too late to do the Transformation Quadrant for your book, but I do recommend that you, you know, if you haven't started yet, do this first. So the Transformation Quadrant, it's really a very simple yet powerful set of four questions that lead to these four quadrants. And if you want to think of the quadrant, I mean, obviously, you feel like I'm looking at a stool in front of me right now, and that stool has four legs. If any one of these four legs were missing, the stool would fall down. Maybe it would you know, balance for a second or two, but then down it goes, right? Same is true for you and your book. If you do not have all four of these quadrants in place, it is like a table or a stool or something with four legs, a chair with four legs where one of them is missing. And it's just not stable. And I mean, you better believe that I don't want anyone going through what I went through because I know that if I had had this tool developed back in you know 2008 when I started writing that very first book, The Freedom Formula, the first edition of the book, I probably wouldn't have ended up where I ended up. So this is why I'm so passionate about teaching you this tool, because I want you to never experience what I did in writing, you know, the wrong book or the right book at the wrong time or for the wrong reasons. So we're going to begin by looking at the first quadrant, which is the self quadrant. And if you're driving, like you don't want to be writing this down, but maybe try to log it in your memory and listen later. Or if you go to the show notes, there's actually a link in today's show notes. Where you can actually go grab a free copy of a book that I wrote on this topic. You'll get the book on PDF. You can also go buy it on Amazon, but just go to the show notes and go to that link. You'll get a book and a workbook on the transformation quadrant that you can go through for free because, like, it's just it's so important. I want every, every author to have it. But the first quadrant is the self quadrant. And for this quadrant, the question that you want to be asking yourself is what is the transformation that I want for myself? As a result of writing this book because if you approach you heard me say earlier transformation authorship like there's not a Webster kind of definition it's a way it's an approach and when you approach the writing of your book as something that will help you experience a profound transformation within yourself that is the exact result you get so much so that I I have countless clients who at the end of the journey say to me that the book was like the cherry on top of who they became and who they came to know themselves to be through the process. Because for each and every one of you writing your book, there is a profound personal transformation that is available for you, but not unless you look at this quadrant and clarify for yourself what is that transformation you want for you. Not outside of yourself, nothing that could be measured externally, but strictly what's this change you want inside of you. So that's the first quadrant. The second quadrant is the reader quadrant. And as you might imagine, based on what we just talked about for the first quadrant, the question here to ask yourself is what transformation do I want for my reader You'd be surprised at how many people, you know, I've sort of crossed their paths before. You know, they, either they didn't work with me or this is before they worked with me. And they've, you know, they're talking about this book and they are completely disconnected from who their reader is and what they, what gift, what transformation, what wisdom they truly want to give to that reader. So in this quadrant, it's essential that you not just connect with, oh, I want to teach them this and this and this. But what's the transformation you want them to experience? Because if you think about it right now, I know I just had a few books come to mind, but if you think about it right now, I'm pretty sure there is a book that you have read where you felt like that author wrote that book just for you. And as a result of that intimacy and their knowing of who you are and what you were going through and what you needed that you had a profound transformation. You may have never met that author, never spoken with them, but just reading those words on those pages or on that screen, if you're a Kindle reader or an e-reader, reading those words changed you in some way. I know for me, that book was Cheryl Richardson's book, not one of her better known books, but one that changed my life called The Unmistakable Touch of Grace. And that book rocked my world in the most amazing way possible. She and that book are how I got through that dark night of the soul before I had discovered the transformation quadrant and before I started developing my transformational author experience training when I was still in that place of just, you know, wondering if I was just supposed to crawl under a rock for the rest of my life. And that book literally saved me. So when you connect with this quadrant, the transformation you want for the reader you really sit in a place of having the potential to impact someone's life beyond what they ever thought possible from the pages of a book. So that's why the reader quadrant is so important. After that is the business quadrant. And in the business quadrant, again, it's going to be the same question. What is the transformation I want for my business as a result of writing this book? Because a book... Has the power to transform your business. I have seen it over and over and over again with my clients. I've had some clients who've, you know, literally they've probably sold 20 books on Amazon over a number of years, but they also used that book and designed it in a way that they would grow their business by more than six figures in the first six months of the book being published even though they didn't sell any copies, because they knew exactly the transformation that they wanted for their business. Um, I have another client, Beth Kennedy, wrote a book called Career Recharge. She knew that she wanted to write that book to help her open up the doors for more speaking opportunities. She's a resiliency expert. She goes into like hospitals and medical centers and works with staff to help on resiliency and, and help people avoid burnout. She got so clear that this book was all about her getting more speaking engagements that before the book was even published, after we had nailed the title and she just started talking about how she was a forthcoming author of this book called A Career Recharge, before it was even published, she was invited to be flown out to Madrid, Spain to speak at this conference. And like that was a dream of hers, like, you know, maybe a year or two after the book was out that she would be flown internationally to do speaking engagements. And her clarity in this quadrant around the transformation she wanted for her business made it so powerful that she started getting invitations even before the book was actually done. So when you know what you want for your business in terms of its transformation as a result of writing this book and becoming an author, like it is so possible. So please take some time to look at this business quadrant. And I just want to say here, I have had clients who in this business quadrant have literally grown multiple six, seven-figure businesses. And I have had others who in this quadrant, it was just about adding an extra $2,000 a month of income. So there is no way that this quadrant is supposed to be. There is no, you know, what it's supposed to look like, only what you want your business to look like as an extension of this book and this difference that you're making in the world with your book. So that's the business quadrant. And then the final quadrant in this tool is the quadrant called the world. And in this quadrant the question to ask yourself is what is the transformation that you want to see in the world as a result of your book being in it. So if you're writing a health book, I mean maybe the ultimate goal, the ultimate transformation that you'd like to see is for, you know, chronic pain And disease to be a thing of the past, and for people to live in healthy bodies, you know, vibrant, energetic bodies. Like, imagine how different that world would be than the one that we live in now, that has so many people that are so sick and chronically sick, right? So, the world transformation this is where you get to fantasize a little bit, uh, you know, about like what is the big dream? What is the ripple effect? in the world that you want your book to have. And when you get all four of these quadrants, self, reader, business, and world, when you get the clarity that you need in these quadrants, every other aspect of your book becomes easier. The marketing gets easier, the writing gets easier, the message on the back cover copy gets easier, the content and the outline gets easier, how it connects to your business and how you use it to help you, you know, reach more people and work with them more deeply through the business and how you impact the world in a larger capacity. Like It all becomes clear through just asking yourself these four simple questions. Again, simple, but powerful. So that's what I wanted to share about the quadrant. And I felt like it was important for me to share the story of where it came from and what's happened since for the thousands of authors that have used this tool. I mean, others used it and they ended up getting traditional publishing contracts. You know, they've been on TEDx stages. They've been, you know, they've had multiple books done, you know, had their own uh, radio show on Hay House Radio. They've, you know, been invited to major stages, and they've increased their rates, and they've just done so many incredible things. And so many of them come back to me and said, it all started with that quadrant because it gave them a whole different way to understand and clarify exactly what their book was about, who it's for, what it means to them, how it can change their business and the difference that they wanted to make in the world. And that's what I want for you. So Thank you so much for being here today. I do encourage you to go check out the show notes or just go to transformationquadrant.com. Of course, not if you're driving right now, don't type that in, but it's easy enough to remember, transformationquadrant.com or go to the show notes to get a link to go grab the book and the workbook. Absolutely free. And then let me know how it goes. You can always email us at support at christinecloser.com because I'd love to hear what you know you got from your quadrant, how it's helping you move forward in your book. So best of luck, happy writing, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.